This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to the Friday Follow-Up. On the Friday Follow-Up, we continued the discussion that we started in person on Monday. And this week, we're talking about Step 5. We admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so grateful for each one of you that are here listening today. I hope that I got a chance to see you on Monday night where we began the conversation that we we will be following up with today. But of course, no matter whether you come to our group or you don't, or you just simply missed, the hope is that you can jump into the conversation and continue talking about these things with us. On Monday, we wrapped up our conversation about step five. And in this conversation, we talked about some of the things that we lose and some of the things that we gain. And we wanted to answer the question, why do I even need to admit what happened? Why do I need to confess to another human being the exact nature of my wrongs? And so we went through this and we discussed several different things, but one of the the ideas that I wanted to, to just follow up with a little bit more here today was one of the things that we lose. And one of the things that we lose when we confess the exact nature of our wrongs to another human being is our false sense of pride. Our false sense of pride. And see, the idea here is that as we move throughout our lives, uh, working with our hurts, habits, and hangups, we develop these different types of coping mechanisms. And for those of us who might have developed a habit, along with that habit, I've developed a false sense of pride of whether, of why I, I do the things that I do. Maybe I need to cope with and reason with myself about why I'm doing the thing I am and why it's okay for me to do that thing. No matter what it is, no matter how I choose to cope or however the things that I develop uh, along my pathway, the things that come into my life that I'm using to cope with whatever's going on inside of my life, as those habits develop and as those hurts and those hangups continue to move forward along in my journey, um, again, these coping mechanisms develop with it. And with that is this false sense of pride. The only way that I can continue dealing with the things that I'm dealing with is for me to have a certain sense of pride about them, whether that's a, a hurt that I've experienced. And the only way that I can continue to, to move forward with that hurt is for me to tell myself that I deserve to feel that hurt. And I begin to, it's this twisted, weird sense of pride of, I am, I have to hurt because of this. And so I'm building up my pride around these things in order for me to continue moving on in this direction. When it comes to drugs or alcohol or, or a substance of such, a lot of times in order for me to continue using that substance, I have to gain this sense of pride about what I'm doing. So maybe I'll get it into my head that it's actually good for me that I, I use this thing um, and, and maybe a, a health ma- manner or maybe 
it's because it, it calms me down or because it makes me happy or because it makes my pain go away. Whatever it is, I begin this false sense of pride around this thing in order for me to keep doing whatever it is that I'm doing. And so when I come to a realization, the truth about what's going on inside of my life and the thing that I'm doing, no matter what it is, if I confess that to another person, that false sense of pride begins to diminish. I begin to see it for what it truly is. That false sense of pride is removed and then I'm able to admit the reality of the situation and then to be able to grow. This is all in the process of just finding all of the different things that I've put in place, all of the barriers, all of the walls, all of the security guards and structures and things that I've built around my hurts, habits, and hangups, and addressing each and every single one of them. That way they don't creep back up into my life. Steps uh, one through four have enabled most of us to be able to see a lot of these things. But when it comes to step five, Step five, when I begin to share with somebody else, it takes it to a whole new level. I'm able to fully comprehend the exact nature of the things that I was doing. And it's not just a thought. It's not some idea that I've come to terms with inside of my mind. But when I speak it out, I'm affirming that in my own life. I'm affirming that I understand exactly what that was and what was going on. And when that happens, maybe it's not a sudden change. Maybe I need to continue talking about it. Maybe I need to continue going back and readdressing the things that I'm confessing because maybe I'm not being fully honest with myself about that. But as I confess these things, as I say them vocally from my mouth, sharing the exact nature of the things that I've been struggling with or the things that have been harming me, allows me to be able to actually take a step of action towards healing, towards restoration, towards these things actually leaving my body. I love being able to use that symbolism a lot of times that as those words come out of my mouth, they're leaving my mouth, so are the hurts, habits, and hang-ups that have been inside of me. So as I, I just use that imagery in my mind as I'm preparing to share these things with somebody else, that these things aren't boiling up to hurt me, they aren't coming up to hurt me, but they're coming out of me to leave me to never, ever, ever hurt me or harm me or chain me up ever again. And this is one of the opportunities that we get to be able to lay these things to rest for our entire lifetime. But we still take it one day at a time, we take it one moment at a time, accepting things as they are. But I would encourage you, if you're on step five or you're moving from step four going into step five, and you still have a lot of caution or a lot of worries about what this looks like or what you should or you should not do, I would encourage you, find somebody to just start getting honest with. If it's one little thing at a time, one person that you feel comfortable sharing one thing with, do it. Take that step of faith. Share it with somebody. Maybe it's a complete stranger, somebody you don't even know, somebody that's just far away or, or that doesn't know anybody that you know. Go ahead and start there and see what a difference it makes in your life when you continue or you begin 
to get honest with people, confessing the exact nature of the things that have happened inside of our lives. And I would love to hear from you, whatever it is that you're going through inside of this uh, step five or, or any other step. We'd love to hear from you. If you just let us know what you would like to hear, or what you would like some more information about, we would be happy to reach back out to you. I love you guys, and I hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Friday follow-up. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you are struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery. Nothing changes the fact that we need each other, even if that means that we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.